Hey everyone, Pastor Eric here. I want to thank you for joining us for Growing Together, this segment. Um, hopefully you were able to watch a Sunday sermon, Check It or Wreck It. Man, it felt, felt great to be up on stage again and just preaching the Word of God. And I hope, so hope you were blessed by it. I hope uh, something I said resonated and, and God spoke to you and created some change in your life. I hope you had an incredible Christmas uh, season with your family and whoever you spent it with. But um, it's interesting when I woke up this morning, had my cup of coffee, which I always do because that's very important. But uh, just sitting downstairs, my wife was actually working in the office, kids were still in bed and kind of a nice feeling, you know, feeling some peace there. And then I made a decision that was, I'll just tell you the wrong decision. I turned on the television and I turned on the news station and I'm sure that you've heard by now, you know, there was a bombing in Nashville, just incredibly tragic, and started watching that and went to a different news station. And I, I started to feel no peace and no rest. Now, I certainly want to be in tune with what's going on, but I knew if I continued to watch it, like, it kind of set the tone for my whole day. So practice what I preach. I turned it off. I turned it off. I grabbed my favorite devotional, and I grabbed my Bible. And I started reading the Word of God. Nothing else, no, no music, no worship music, no nothing behind me, just my cup of coffee, the Word, and the Lord. And I'll tell you, it's just an amazing place to be. And so I just want to talk a little bit more about uh, my sermon yesterday, Check It or Wreck It. Hopefully you saw it. If not, you can go to GT's uh, website and check it out, Facebook, wherever. Um, but if you didn't see it, I encourage you to see it. Hopefully it'll bless you. But um, three main points to that sermon yesterday, um, how we can get peace and rest. And it was just very simple. It was stop, it was rest, and it was abide. And I want to talk about that a little bit further. Like, like, how do we do that? Well, here's, you know, here's the awesome thing about God. God has given us the formula to have a great life. He, he really has. Now, he told us it's not always going to be easy. It's certainly not going to be perfect. We'll have troubles and trials like everybody else, but we have this distinct advantage called the Holy Spirit that God gave us, that when we accept Jesus, and I know uh, a few people did yesterday, which is great news, but when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are filled with the Holy Spirit. We have this instant advantage that, that God is with us at all times. And when we are intentional about our relationship with Jesus, because the reality is God loves us so much, he's not going to force us to do anything. He's not going to force us to love him, force us to read the Bible. That's not God. That's not love. And so we have to be intentional with our relationship, just as we have to be intentional with these three points that I made yesterday to stop, rest, and abide. And we all have our routines. You know, I told you mine this morning. That's pretty much my routine as I get up, have my cup of coffee. Uh, sometimes I get into the word first thing. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes the kids are up. But we all have our routines that we get into. And it's hard sometimes to create new routines. But sometimes it's necessary. So the stop thing can be very, very difficult for us um, because we just have routines of work and school and whatever it may be. And we can find ourselves in a very fast paced situation day in and day out. And that can be hard to break. And so 
I put those um, points in order because in, in order to experience peace and rest through God, you need to stop. That's why God gave us the Sabbath. He didn't give it to us for him. It doesn't benefit him. It benefits us. And so we need to practice at some point during our week. Now, I know a lot of people think, you know, Sunday is the Sabbath. Well, for some people, it's not. For police officers, doctors, nurses, those who have to work those weekend shifts, it, maybe it's Monday on your day off. It, it's not the day that matters. It's the motivation and the attitude of practicing a Sabbath. You have to, to stop. You have to stop some of those routines. You have to stop working. You have to, to pull yourself away from it. Nobody should work seven days a week, uh, you know, every day of the month, year in and year out. It's, it's not healthy, it's not right, and it's not good. And you may like make a lot of money, but you're going to lose a lot of other things. So we need to stop. So you have to figure out where, when can I stop? When, it, when is a block during the week where I can intentionally stop? Now, as I said in my sermon, that doesn't mean be lazy. That doesn't mean tell your wife, I'm not doing the dishes. I'm not doing that. That's not, that's not it at all. But it's stop the routine of the work, of the working with your hands, of, of the doing, and focus, okay? Then you have to rest. You have to stop, and then you have to rest. And a lot of people, when they think of the Sabbath, they think, man, rest. I'm going to take a Sunday afternoon nap. There's my rest. I'm good. I practice the Sabbath. Well, it's a lot more than taking a nap. It's, it's not the rest of closing your eyes and taking a nap. It's a rest of resting your soul, of resting your mind, of resting the worry and, and all of those other things. And then the third thing is abiding. This is the, the, the crucial part because we can find time to stop. We can find time to rest. But the third part is crucial. And this is where we have that, that fellowship with Jesus. It's to intentionally take your focus and put it on your relationship with Christ, to open up that Bible, to not just read the Bible, but to study the Bible. Study and to hear what God is saying to you. I say this all the time. I sound like a broken record probably, but I am a firm, firm believer. I know this because I experience this, that God still speaks to his people. God still speaks. God has something he wants to say to you. God wants to direct your path. God wants to be in every decision that you make. You know, we're, we're to pray in all things, big and small. Sometimes we get caught in a rut of, you know, there's something big in our lives and, and we go to God and that's good and God wants to hear that. But, but we need to go to him with all things. And something happens, something happens when we intentionally take time and focus and listen and hear what God is saying to us. And it's not difficult. It's not hard. He's not trying to be secretive. It's simply getting into his word. It's simply talking to him, praying to him. And sometimes just, you know, Jesus did this a lot. If, if, and I encourage you to do this. If you study in the New Testament, and it's as simple as looking up the word Sabbath and finding some good articles or devotions and scripture of how often Jesus practiced the Sabbath. In every gospel, it tells us that Jesus often withdrew to solitude places. Now, if you study the gospels, one thing that you'll realize quickly is that Jesus 
was consistently surrounded by crowds. You know, this Jesus was performing miracles, raising people from the dead, healing blind eyes, withered hands, all of those. So that creates attention. And you have the attention of the people, you have the attention of the religious leaders. And so Jesus was consistently surrounded. Consistently, you can see it in the Bible, surrounded to the point of sometimes almost being crushed. And it tells us, the gospel writers tell us that Jesus is the exact words. Jesus often withdrew to solitude places to pray. You know, if Jesus needed to do it, we certainly need to do it. And the key word in that verse is often. And so my encouragement to you is, is maybe you don't find yourself there because you are caught up in the busyness, you're, you're caught up in the news or, or whatever's going around you, and, and we need to work and take care of our families and pay the bills and all those things. But we need to practice the Sabbath. It's important. It's important to God. God created it just for you, for you to have fellowship with him, for you to slow down your mind, for you to rest your body, and to be in this intimate fellowship with Jesus. That is what he wants. That is what is so important to him. So I, I want to read, maybe you didn't uh, see it um, yesterday, the, the sermon, but I want to read uh, my bottom line. Um, this was my bottom line. This was like the main point you know, when, when we create these sermons, we always want to have this walk away or this main point that, that people hear and just hopefully embed and write down and remember. Here, here was my bottom line yesterday. Sabbath, the Sabbath isn't the absence of work, but it's the presence of God in our rest. The presence of God in your rest. So here's what I know. When you practice the Sabbath, it will definitely, definitely bring you into a better relationship with Jesus. So my hope and prayer for you this week and going forward is that the Lord will speak to you. You will make time in your week. You'll, you'll come up with a new routine to stop, to rest, and abide in Jesus Christ. That is what he desires for you. And amazing things will happen if you do that. So that's my hope and prayer. Love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, be blessed. Have a great week.